Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Morning has turned to afternoon. Good afternoon, everyone. But the grind carries on. Not just the grind physically, but the grind mentally. The Midday Grind, featuring a couple of TV jockeys who've also been through the radio wars. <laughs> serious? Martin Kilcoin. I was a little lit, so I was saying whatever I wanted. And Charlie Marlowe. Our top story tonight, John Jay will be back tomorrow. Here's him getting a hit in 2012. It's the Midday Grind on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. Totally different show from the 11 o'clock, Chuck. If you're just getting in your car, this is the Coveted Hour. It's 12.04 on a Friday live from the Kirkwood Studios. 590 The Fan, Martin Kilquin, Charlie Marlowe. Midday grind, bringing heat. Handle the Hollywood Casino press box. I do like some of the phrases I've heard today. When describing Tom Izzo, and I said he's not a real intimidating guy, Charlie said he's like four apples tall. I'd never heard that before. couple apples? Strick dropped a little cake on us, which I realize he's trying to up his street cred. That's for money? Big cake is what Goldschmidt's getting. I would love to hear Mo drop that at the press conference. I have to say. We normally don't offer this much cake. I'm uh, kind of a dorky uh, 36-year-old guy, but I feel like cake, I think the kids use it to describe kind of a a nice posterior as well. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a slang term. I could be wrong. We need to check Urban Dictionary. I think that's a thing. And when it comes to the Goldschmidt deal, uh, Chuck said he exudes Cardinal. I like that. I think it's a mild upset that he signed before even playing one game at Bush Stadium. But the Jupiter signings continue. They sort of have this tradition now, the Cardinals. You get a car. You get a contract. Before they leave the compound in Florida, they like to hand out deals. Don't you think we make too much of the whole... Oh, opening day, the pageantry. This is guy. No, whoa, listen. No, hold whoa, on. No, whoa, no, no, no. Why do you hate red blazers? No, I love it. What I'm saying is, in terms of didn't how, you wear a brown outfit for an opening day ten time. years ago? Let me, let me, <laughs> let me rephrase that. I love Cardinals opening day, and it's the best opening day in baseball. I truly believe that. I'm not just saying that, and it's awesome. What I meant to say was, I think we thought that Paul Goldschmidt would get off the truck get the ovation on opening day, and immediately point to Mosellock uh-huh. up in the suite and say, give me an extension. He, he was going to pull the contract out of his back pocket right. that day and sign it at the plate. How many times do you think Paul Goldschmidt has played <laughs> at Bush Stadium as a visitor? Ooh. He knows Bush Stadium. He knows the Cardinals organization. He's now been there for a month or so. I think they were hosting Arizona for the home opener last year. Okay, so my point is he knows the Cardinal organization. It wasn't like 
he gets off the truck, he gets the ovation, he immediately will want to sign here. He already knows this is a good spot, and he got the money. It makes sense. What if most of it? Well, now that you've seen the pageantry, we're offering less. I mean, this, <laughs> this stuff costs money. That eagle isn't free. But 23 we, games here in St. Louis is how many games right. Paul Goldschmidt has played. So he's played a bunch of games here. I feel Four like, dingers. I feel like we all kind of talked about, like, oh, after opening day, he's going to play here for a week. He's going to get the ovations. He's immediately going to want to sign. He knows what St. Louis is all about, and that's a good thing. And that's a... Probably a part of the reason he did sign. Season opens in six days in Milwaukee. It'll be here before you know it. Opening day, 13 days away, right? Quick CBC man. Yeah. Uh, two weeks from yesterday. Yeah, sounds right. More baseball talk coming up on the uh, 590 Baseball, which is from 1 to 2, and then our Billiken coverage. Great show. i got to say I'm a little hurt that when discussing the best shows in St. Louis in the 10 o'clock hour, no one brought up 590 Baseball. Strick said that The Slop is the best show on radio. <laughs> which Was he being is, serious? Uh, wow. No, good, I'm just, no, that's a good I'm, question. That's I'm, fair. I'm wondering. Which is really weird because he has his own show every Friday called Hockey Sense, and Charlie Tuna is sitting there agreeing, and I said, hey, both you idiots have your own shows, which you're placing the slop over both shows. Let me say this. I often, I'll be driving to a Schnooks for a remote on a Friday, and I'm listening to the slop, and there are days where it is super entertaining, and it's very funny, and all four of you guys sometimes are all ripping on each other. I love that. I would always, I've said this a million times, and I'm not saying you guys aren't informative. Whoa. (laughs) No, no, listen. Again, I feel like I'm now having to kind of do disclaimers and preface everything. I like to laugh. That hour makes me laugh. I would much rather be in my car laughing than have hardcore sports talk information. That's just me. You guys are funny together, especially when you're all ripping on each other, which is most of the time. The best is when Frank is really mad about it. Yeah. Yes. And literally, he's like, that's it. Segment's over. Go to break. And today, I purposely did not bring up Drew Locke's pro day at Mizzou. And I'm like, I'm so tired of that whole discussion. I really am. And I know they're going to owe Frank money. Apparently, now Andy has got a co-signer on this deal where Tuna's going to help him pay. It's really weird. But I'm so sick of breaking down the Drew Locke career. They brought it up, kind of like. Earl decided to bring up uh, what Murray State did. It was unnecessary. My point, unnecessary. Text line here is 855-282-8255. If the slop isn't the best show on radio, then then, then obviously we know what what is. Coveted hour. Coveted hour, clearly. 855-282-8255. It would be fun to hear your favorite radio program at 855-282-8255. Among our great sponsors, Offenberg Hyundai, located... In O'Fallon, Illinois, just across the bridge, talking about 10 minutes from downtown St. Louis. You got the old ballpark? The Bull Park. Not far at all. Hop on that Bernard F. Dickman, the Poplar, whatever you like to call that. It's got three names. What's William the third Clay. one? Selling? William Clay. Is that right? Yes, yeah. Senator Clay. It's Lacey's dad. Or representative, right. rather. Don't question Solomon. He knows everything. Don't ever question. Who was Bernard F. Dickman? I think I'm going to stump you. The former mayor of St. Louis. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, what channel are the uh, Boston Bruins on in radio in uh, Boston? Ah, yes! Sports Hub, WBZ-FM. All right, check that. Somebody check that. Took a couple seconds. Somebody fact check that, please. (laughs) The point is, it's not far from downtown St. Louis to get to Offenburg Hyundai O'Fallon, Illinois. Greenmont Road is the exit. Start the search online, OffenburgHyundai.com. It's 98.5, the Sports Hub. Is he right? (sighs) That's why I gave him the assignment I did last night. How many Red Wings jerseys in the house? Chuck, I said 500, and I regretted saying it. It's a big number. Solly says over 1,000. 
That's unbelievable. That many. You've got such a diehard fan base, original six, deep roots. They're not going to let a down season or three turn them away. <laughs> what channel are they on? Radio channel? The Red Wings. They are WJR? on 97.1. Don't, Don't help. 97.1. What's 97.1? WXYT uh, FM. I believe they go by the 97.1 The Fan moniker. No, the ticket. Oh, the ticket. Ah, wrong. But no, wrong. He's, he's right about the affiliate. Or, or the, he's right about the um, the home of the Red Wings is 97.1 in Detroit. All right, this is all about Offmer Hyundai, but I'm going to continue he's this for love one this second. Live read. Matt, I apologize in advance. We love Hyundai. We love Offenberg. But I have to ask Sully, Vancouver Canucks wow. home radio. This is probably going to stump me because I yes. do not think they are still on CKNW anymore. <laughs> that is, I believe, 980 up in Vancouver. Okay, I CK, believe they have if, changed home since I last checked. If CKNW is 980, I'm going to go ahead and give you the win. It's 650. Uh-huh. Oh, and are they the home? Yes. For the Canucks? Yes. <laughs> right, Hoffman's making it up. <laughs> Solomon. I, I go to the judge panel and it's like, is that the correct answer? Sure. Close oh. enough. Close well, I, I enough. I thought I answered it when I said it's 650. Okay. You, <laughs> so I, I was confused by the follow-up. Well, because Solly said he didn't think they were still the home. Oh. It's fine. Nobody cares. It's fine. <laughs> Offenberg Hyundai. 30-year <laughs> anniversary selling Hyundais in this area. Stop by and see them. Or begin the search online at OffenbergHyundai.com. Chuck, did you bring pizza today? I was thinking today might be the perfect day. I didn't right now, so. because I'm so full from eating Kirkwood Pizzeria the last three days, all of the leftovers. Because, Martin, Tuesday my cousin was driving through town. She has four kids, ages, let's say, like probably three till about 13. I should know their exact ages, but I don't. So I'm like, we need a lot Solid of food knows for them. them. He knows, he, knows their, he knows their age. <laughs> Sally, what are the ages Caroline. of Charlie's nieces and nephews? That's not even her name. It's hard to remember all the names, by the way, when you have several. I guess they're not even nieces and nephews. They're kind of like second cousins. Either way, back to Kirkwood Pizzeria. I, when you're like 70 and 80, just pointing the kid. You. That's you. true. Gee, fella. Hey, so, get me and my ma green beer. <laughs> we did have a lot of green beer, actually, on uh, Sunday. But Tuesday, I'm thinking we need a lot of food. We got a bunch of kids in the house. Who better than Kirkwood Pizzeria? We ordered... The meat lover's pizza, the veggie lover's pizza, two big house salads with all the meat and cheese, and a bunch of wings. The kids loved it. The parents loved it. It was fantastic. Kirkwood Pizzeria, 471 North Kirkwood Road. Give them a call, 314-822-3488. Family owned and operated. My gal, Kinette, will take care of you. She is great. Delivery, only 3 bucks within a five-mile radius. Call them for catering as well. Kirkwood Pizzeria, they make their dough fresh every morning. And the wing sauce, fresh in-house for the chicken wings. They have the hot Italian sandwiches, the pizza's great, the toasted ravs, the house salad, as I mentioned, with all the meat and cheese. Tell them Charlie Marlowe sent you and get a free order of cheese and fresh basil bread. Kirkwood Pizzeria, give them a call, 314-822-3488. And Martin, during Lent, you can get the veggie lover's pizza, right? Or cheese pizza. Or cheese pizza. Either way, you're set. 100%. Blues host the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday. The Blues homestand, four-game stand, off to a perfect 2-0 start. Two games, two hat-tricks. You had Jaden Schwartz and the Blues winning the Tuesday game against Hitch and the Oilers. Then last night, a 5-2 dusting off of the uh, winged wheel. The Blues beat the Red Wings. Playoff percentage is now at a solid 99%. All about who they will play come NHL tournament. Do you ever call it a tournament, Chuck, the NHL tournament? Sure, we should. We should. And then it's the Western Conference final. 
final Stanley Cup final. Don't you Correct. Dare Rafer that. Weigel is the one person yes. who gets really uh, very passionate about passionate that. and angry about that. Uh, now works up in Chicago, but he was a stickler for that, and it uh, kind of bothered me. It was annoying. <laughs> let's be honest. Hundred uh, percent. To be fair, uh, earlier this week, I believe it was on Wednesday, David Quidall, who covers prep sports for the Post Dispatch, wrote a uh, very intriguing piece. STLToday.com. You can still find it, and it's about the Missouri High School State Activities Association, better known as Misha, Misha, and the issues that they've had over the years, or more specifically that the media has had covering events. I know at Fox Two, not only have we dealt with some of those, I've done some commentaries, some TKOs. I think famously Zach Choate was covering a high school state tournament, and the night before I did a commentary saying that these guys are great at running around in their little red blazers, but they're not great at common sense. So the next day, Zach, our man on the scene, walks in, and somebody from Misha says, Till Martin, we don't all wear the little red blazers. So I know word travels fast, but the, the truth is that there are some issues here, and my hope, my genuine hope, is that the relationship gets better. David, first of all, I'm glad you wrote it. I thought it was... Uh, balanced you talk to folks who had had experiences they shared their story and then you talk to people from illinois and what they experienced with the ihsa i'm also fascinated by what kind of feedback you've gotten from misha directly so welcome and with that what kind of feedback have you gotten well hi martin hi charlie thanks for having me on what's up i I haven't i haven't heard from anyone at at the state association there has i mean (laughs) i i reached out when as, as i was putting the piece together and their spokesperson, you know, we, we hashed out what was going on, and his quotes are there. So we spoke, but I have not heard from them since. Well, I got to say, I'm a little surprised. I thought somebody, whether it's an executive director, I know Jason West is the spokesperson, and I've talked to him in the past, and we <laughs> most of our issues, we sort of go through him. I, I guess my hope was somebody on the board, somebody higher up would say, listen, let's let's have lunch, let's meet, or why don't you grab a couple people, whether it's other folks in the Post-Dispatch, um, disappointed there. What's your hope that this will bring a little more awareness or that it'll create some change? Well, my, my hope is, I think, if what I really was hoping was to do was shine a light on and just how how unprofessional these relationships have, these experiences, I should say, have become. Um, for us, people working there covering the kids. It's just the, the replies to the story and the, gee, here was my experience as I went through the Twitter feed. On, uh, on on Wednesday was was I've been shoved too I've been manhandled too I've been yelled at it's just it's really quite stunning that the state association is okay with these people it be it full time staff part time staff whatever the people who are there to work their events uh, treating the media in such a horrendous way I have to tell you if the shoe was on the other foot there isn't one media person who wouldn't be escorted out by by the police officers on the scene because the state association doesn't want its people treated that way. Yep. And I'm, I, just, I just don't understand why the, the state of Missouri and it's, the, the membership schools are the ones who have to make this change. Because, like you said, you've, you've, made, <laughs> you've made this point before. Mike Claiborne jumped into the, into the Twitter feed to make a comment that this has been a long time saying this nothing ever changes. Um, Rammer jumped into, he said the same thing. It's just Nothing is going to change un- until the member schools decide they want their kids and their events covered in-, in a professional way, and this relationship is improved because it's obviously at this point uh, and has been for a while broken in a way that is just it's just unbelievable for a group who is there to promote their schools, promote their student athletes, 
um, to treat the people who do that in such a way is I, I was just tired of it. I, I just I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah, and, and, and there's so many different stories. I think Bob Ramsey's line was this is systemic. It's been going on forever in terms of the hostility, which it's just unnecessary. For example, we're at the state football championship this year i happen to be on hand charlie not because cbc was in the title game that's not why You're i was covering there. It. i just happened to be there covering the event and steve overby with the post dispatch he's on deadline which is one of the stories you brought up now misha could say that's not our problem but maybe you say hey let's work together there's a way to get a quote or two because otherwise it's 20 30 minutes later tv can be on deadline again their job is not to like worry about us but maybe there's a working relationship we could have so Steve stops, and a kid is talking to him, just saying, oh, it's great. It was the happiest day of my life. It's not exactly somebody getting, you know, the crosshairs, you know, talking about a scandal. The kid's just saying, hey, it's great. I had a great time. So we're standing there. So with my photographer and I, we get in on the interview taking place, which you're not supposed to do. That's our fault. So a guy comes over and says, hey, we can't be doing interviews out here. He's one of those Misha guys. And I said, okay, understood. And our photographer... Brian Ledford continues like to sh- not shoot the interview, but follow the kid around because they're jumping around. We're looking for celebration footage. And the guy, the Misha guy, pushes him. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. I said, you touching people? You touching people? And I said, this is the kind of crap that goes on where they've been so empowered and it's so stupid that I don't understand that mindset. And it's it's somewhere, Rammer said systemic, where they feel it's okay to kind of push people around. You can't do that. And it's not just 2019 like we're a bunch of babies. You just don't do that. So I don't know where that mindset comes from. And then later that night, I'm told Blaine Gabbert was at the game, an NFL NFL quarterback, and some of the CBC parents, oh, we'd love to get a picture. They hopped over that wall. You know, at Faro, it's just a little brick wall. They start taking pictures. Again, you probably shouldn't do that. And apparently, Blaine Gabbert gets berated. He said, I was just trying to take a few pictures. Gets berated by Misha officials. Again, it's the tone that I think we're talking about. And I, and I think, and I'm sorry, now I'm getting on a tirade, and David's like, why didn't you call me back today if you had something to say? Because you could have been in the piece. It's my fault. <laughs> but I think you're right. It's the member schools. How often do you hear from schools off to the side that they're frustrated with the policies and the issues? You know, Don't you hear that often? I do. And, and you know, and, and the State Association is an easy boogeyman. They're an easy straw man to, to kind of throw darts at, oh, we don't like the transfer rule. Oh, we don't like this. You know, I, so I, I don't like the private versus public stuff. You know, I, I understand that, that they're in a tough spot. My, my biggest thing and, and what I hear from the schools is just, the, like you said, the way they treat people. Instead of coming over and saying, excuse me, sir, uh, why are you hugging this track athlete? Because the lead of the story I wrote, uh, this this young man from Chilcothy, he's a senior. Um, he wins the state championship in the 110-meter hurdle. First state championship for him because uh, he was third the year before. He comes running through the finish line, and then he sees his, he sees his granddad, who's been a longtime photographer, covering the state championship meet. So he runs over and gives his granddad a hug. Before In the 30 seconds between him starting to hug him and saying, thanks for everything, granddad, he gets, and they both get screamed at by somebody from the state. And instead of coming over and saying, excuse me, sir, what, why, what are you guys doing over here? Say, oh, it's my granddad. Oh, it's my grandson. You know, oh, okay, that's great. Okay, cool. It's immediately, you are so stupid. How dare you interfere with this? Why on God's green earth would you, would you ever touch a student athlete? There's, just, there's no professionalism. And at the end of the day, the people working these events are professionals. And it would be nice to have a professional working relationship. But it's, like I said, it's beyond that. 
the first the first instinct out of the state association is to assume we're all we're all stupid and don't know what we're doing and we should be treated that way and like i said if we turned around and did that to them we wouldn't we wouldn't be able to do our job because they'd throw us out and david i know misha sometimes has some some timing issues with when a game ends they have another game starting but i know martin will remember this i remember when i first came to st louis there was a kid for Hazelwood East football when they were still playing the state championships at the Dome. He gave the greatest soundbite ever. It was on the field. I don't know how he got it, but it was right after the game. And it was just pure emotion. He was saying, I love this team. I love this field. We played this bite so many times. It was capturing the pure emotion. And again, I understand there's, there's timing and scheduling issues, but you're also, if you're not allowing the media to talk to these kids sometimes, right after wins, you're missing the great emotion that provides the great pictures and the great quotes for you and the great quotes on TV, and I feel like you're missing that. And I understand maybe don't interview the guys that lost. Give them the cooling off period. But you get the good stuff right after the game with the teams that win. Absolutely. And that's what Illinois was able to do for us because, uh, like Martin said, Overby, one of our guys, had gone to, to watch Belleville West you know, repeat which is something a handful of teams in the state are able to do in Illinois. It's just really, really hard to do. But that deadline on Saturday night is a little bit earlier than normal, and that game went a little bit longer. So Illinois was like, okay, well, if you, if you have deadline constraints, don't make a big deal about it. But you and the Sun-Times from Chicago, get a couple quotes and, and get on with your night, and then we'll do the presser at our regularly scheduled time. That just doesn't happen in Missouri. Like, they have no interest in helping you. And it's gotten to the point, and I, I was I was walking out of state basketball this year, after I my me and my uh, girls writer colleague Jim Fawson, we we've been covering state events for at least eighteen years, if not twenty, for Jim. You know they know us, they know who we are. Well, we weren't on the pass list for some reason this year, whether that's on our end or on the state's end, I don't know. But instead of them coming out and saying, "Geez, guys, come on in, sorry about that, whatever happened, happened here, come help." We'll help you do your job. They made us wait an hour before they come give us a credential. The weekend before, they didn't let any media in until 15 minutes before the first basketball game because they didn't even have the passes at the check at the designated check-in area. So I was walking out of basketball thinking, why is it to the point where I, I take it as a win if the state doesn't yell at me or tell me how stupid I am, or in the case of so many others in the state of, in the state of Missouri, the people covering us, I didn't get physically accosted. Why do I take that as a win as opposed to it all being on the level and being professional and, and people working together to make these kids' experiences, you know, lifelong memories? Yeah, and nobody cares about whiny media and our deadlines or any that, but when it comes down to it, it is coverage for the kids, and if it becomes so difficult, you scale back a little bit or you say, well, let's not even bother because they're not going to make it easy. I mean, you just you eliminate portions of the coverage which the parents the schools the families they really want and they embrace so again i guess i hope that maybe it'll change i mean you look in in the fall on fox sports midwest the state championship football games for kansas are on tv here in st louis for indiana are on tv here in st louis and i've talked to jason west i said it it just needs to be explained to me i've talked to fox midwest and they said it's because there was a rights fee that was demanded that they said we can't afford because we lose money already in the production and the cost. For some reason, I don't know all the particulars, but in Kansas and Indiana, their state championships are on TV. I think that's a service statewide that should they should find a way to make that happen. Grandma and grandpa that live in the northwest part of the state can see their son or grandson, nephew, whatever, 
playing in the state games. That's another whole nother issue. But I just I think it's the uh, the idea of working together instead of our way or the highway. I think that's the attitude that we're fighting against. And, and it's an attitude that it's been that way for a long time. Like I I don't understand why they don't have the games broadcast and have a professional setup where it could be to be all corners of the state. You know, I, I understand streaming is the future and, and that's where everything's going. I mean, I have Netflix. I, I do Amazon. I get it. But, you know, I, I read online a lot of complaints about the streaming this year, if only because it was choppy, it was blocky, the signal would cut in and out. Especially if you pay your $10 to watch that on TV, you, you want to, it's pay-per-view. We're like, I want to, I want my $10 worth. And it doesn't sound like they're even giving the people who pay for it what they pay for, which is, which is like you said, a whole nother ball of wax. Now, do you so think – oh, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead. Well, no, I was just saying, like, I, I'm hoping that, like I said, that the membership schools will – because I have a really good relationship with a lot of people here in town. And it was, and it was not by accident that I, I talked to people from CBC and Francis Howell for this piece because CBC and Francis Howell don't see eye to eye on a whole lot of anything. But those two schools can both agree that they want to share their kids' stories when good things are happening with their athletics and their athletes. And I, I think everybody else at the State Association needs to pick that up and run with it. Because until the member schools tell the state we want our people treated better, nothing will change. David Quedall from the Post-Dispatch. Uh, again, I sincerely hope, and it's not just about piling on, it's letting people know just how much this has gone on, how many incidents there I mean, we had... I think it was Zach years ago was live in a tunnel, not even at Mizzou Arena, but it was the Hearn Center, and it was like a Class 3 girls' state semi. There's probably 200 people in the building, and they told him he was going live in a spot where you're not allowed to go live. And I'm like, okay, I just, I'm just looking for some common sense here, folks. We had 200 people in the building. We're spending money to cover it. I just want to be able to work better together. And if Jason hears this whole clip, I'm happy to talk about it. I think the idea is let's try and insert some common sense into this conversation. David, thanks for hopping on. If folks missed it, they can read the piece at stltoday.com. Thanks, gentlemen. All right, take care. Thank you. It is the midday grind here. Coveted hour, Chuck. I believe the kids still call it that. 100%. Whiny media stuff I get. You don't want to hear, but this it's is not about whiny media, This is though. coverage of the kids and the programs, and when David points it out, there's a guy in Kansas, uh, Kansas City who is a longtime photographer. How many people are even covering the state track meet? And these guys are getting the runaround. I'm like, you want them at the state track meet. And then you hear in Illinois how they go about their business. So there's a real easy ability here to compare and contrast. I thought David's article was spot on. What you just said, common sense. Just use common sense all the time in life. Look, Misha, your job is not that serious. When you have a game that 14 people are watching and people want to cover it, use common sense. I understand you have to enforce the rules, but just understand what you're doing here. This isn't the World Series. You want the media there to cover the stories for the kids and their parents. That's a good thing. I, I thought what was really dumb from Misha's standpoint is a guy like Gabe DeArmond, who has 30,000 Twitter followers, applies for a credential because he wants to see Brad Beal or Jason Tatum or, or one individual athlete, and they go, no, you can't. You can only get credentials if you want to cover a, a school, not just one player playing in this game. I'm like, you don't want a guy who is a conduit to 30,000 people via his Twitter account covering your events and tweeting and sending photos, posting photos and articles and videos, and showing what this state has to offer from a high school perspective. You don't want that. That's not something you want covering your game.
And that's also where we all have to understand that media is changing slash already has changed. Ask Larry Thornton, who used to be a, a longtime producer at Channel 5. He now works for... Frank ran him off or something? They had a... <laughs> no. I believe he works for a website called Ball is Life, which covers the best high school basketball players in the country. Go to Twitter. Go to Facebook. I'm not on Instagram. I'm sure it's there. What happens when one of these cameras gets an amazing dunk from a Terrence Hargrove, an amazing pass from a Yuri Collins. I'm sure last year Zion Williamson was throwing down ridiculous dunks. What happens when they get those pieces of video? They go super viral. Yes. That's new media. You want those guys at your games, okay, to promote your players and your kids. You want them. You don't want to say, oh, yo, you're not a, a TV station, a radio station. You're not the post-dispatch. Media has changed. Change with it. And I respect, ooh, media has changed. Change Am with I wrong? it. And I respect the fact you don't want to just hand out credentials to everybody. You don't want to just say every, but you use some discernibility, some logic, and you say, here's why ball is life, or here's why Gabe Darren, we made this decision. So right. we, we don't just have a blanket statement that says, nope, you don't qualify. And I think it was Austin Kim, who used to work at KMIZ, who said, I've had easier access. Better relations covering SEC championships, World Series, and just on and on and on, like big-time events. And we're, it's it's a joke in our office, like, hey, we'd rather cover the World Series or the Super Bowl in terms of the limitations and the rules than cover a Misha event. I can attest to it as well. I've put in the credentials both at the News Talk station and here for World Series, NCAA events, potentially major NHL events, even though most of them just escaped the Blues' path. And never have I had to jump through the hoops just to simply apply for myself for a credential to cover the Misha Final Four. And here's a good point. We had him on earlier. Earl Austin Jr. Who knows more about prep sports in the history of this city <laughs> than Earl Austin Jr.? Nobody. Now he, Maybe Jim Bear. Okay. He appears on Fox 2, and we love it. We appreciate Jim it. Powers. All, all of my favorites. <laughs> <laughs> but getting back to Earl, and I love Jim Powers as well. Earl is not a... Technically a member of Fox 2, although he contributes, and he obviously broadcasts the Billikens. Would you not want Earl Austin Jr. doing his very cool hashtag Earl Time updates? The man is covering hockey and swimming and track and volleyball and sports that nobody else is covering. He's bringing coverage with his audience and Twitter following. The parents love that stuff. You want people like that. Hey, 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 why are you using logic on the air? If Earl's doing the Earl Time update... <laughs> He is going to be actually having passable, if not superior, video quality, and he'll be showing up Misha's presentation. So no wonder they don't want him there. Wow, he might be doing a quality room. job. All right, that'll conclude our Misha segment here, and my sincere hope, honestly, I, I hope that it gets better. And I hope you can prove Rammer wrong where he said it's systemic and it'll never change. If I'm Misha, I would look at that and say, no, 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 we are going to make sure that we improve here. We're not going to be so stubborn on this topic that we're going to shove it back on David Quedall and say, oh, we're, we're going to make it even harder for you. I hope that everybody sits at the table and talks about it. Real quick, do you remember the clip I was talking about? The kid from Hazelwood East? It was the greatest soundbite ever. Misha should use that soundbite on their website. It was just, it, it perfectly promoted just sportsmanship and excitement and team and love of winning the state championship. It was the greatest thing ever. That's the type of quote you're going to get only if you can talk to those guys right after the game when they've just won the state championship. Or leave it up to each individual school. There you go. And say, how do you guys want to go about your media coverage? And they say, hey, we love it when our kids talk right away. We love that raw emotion. Or another school says, we don't really care for that. Let the schools have some input 
on policy. All right, a quick break here. It is the midday grind, merely counting you down to 590 Baseball, which is coming your way at 1 o'clock. And then the Billikens. It's a good way of putting it. Billikens special coming your way from 2 until 4. All of that right here on 590 Fan. Maybe a word about Milty, who you can see through the windows here of the Kirkwood Studios. He's right across, Mark Milton, I believe, right across the way. Great guy. Just down the street at uh, Woodlawn in Manchester, never having any issues with the IRS if you've opted not to pay your taxes over the last couple of years, and maybe it's keeping you up at night, you got to give Mark Milton a call or visit his website at stltaxlawyer.com. Milton provides a local and holistic Approach to tax resolution. Don't be sucked into the out-of-town tax resolution groups you hear on the TV and the radio. Mark, Liz, and works right here in the Kirkwood area. If you have IRS problems, visit stltaxlawyer.com. Today, remember the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements. All right, we'll be right back. It's 590 The Fan. Yeah. Now, if I don't love you, baby, I tell you, it's poultry. It's poultry and Mona Lisa was a man. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.